Welcome to the Gather Round Recap. This is a long episode, so strap in. It might be a drive to work, a train to work, and then also a train home, train drive home situation. Mm. I'm not, maybe you train to work, you drive home, or you train to work, you train home, you train a uh, tram, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it, all that matters is bounce that pill. Well, it was the biggest round... It was the biggest weekend so far this year. Mm. We all know why. It was Greek Easter. Yes. Uh, Zorba, 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 Zorba. Wait, put some Zorba music on. Put the Zorba on. Sure. Happy Greek Easter, Tom. Thank you. You say, I say Christos Anesti and you say uh, Alithos Anesti. Alithos Anesti. Thank you. And you brought, you've just come from Greek Easter, yes? Yes, correct. Sorry, got my slack. (laughs) Yeah, got slack on. Um... You, you've just come from Greek Easter. Yes. How was it? Oh, it was really good and delicious. Footy was on. You brought me a plate in a chemist warehouse bag. Yep. From from the Greeks. Correct. Thank you so much to all the Greeks. Yep. You said that you were like, nah, fuck him. Yeah, so just as I was about to leave, Fifi, which is my mother-in-law, was like, take some food for oh, Broden. Look at the old mother-in-law. And I said, oh. Look at it. I said, I'm about to leave. And she said, you, you take some. We've got look so it, much. Take some. I said, I can't be fucked. That doesn't sound very Greek at all. Aren't the Greeks usually very, oh, we should only make a little (laughs) bit of food. I don't want to give too much out. They said they made enough to feed the the street for a week. And I said, all right, come on then. So I've got a container of lamb here. Yeah. I'm going to fucking go to town on that. Well, how should, should I just eat that just like that? Well, you get some tzatziki because obviously they've packed that so you can microwave it. So you don't put dip in there because that would go all fucked in there. So you need to provide your own tzatziki. Well, that's rude. (laughs) And then, what's this, a tiramisu cake? Uh, no, so that's a uh, Toblerone cheesecake. Get that, the fuck out of that here. That Eleni made. Fuck off. That's a little more sick. cheesy than Toblerone, if I do say so, but it's still delicious. Got two Easter eggs on it, maybe a caramel one, and then a uh, sort of a chocolate one. Yeah, and I think it had caramel in that as well, actually. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna eat this. And then, someone who's actually Greek will be able to tell me, but there's the moon-shaped, the half-moon-shaped... Uh, biscuits, which and are very popular. Some, pop- some pop- Greek pop- biscuits. Yeah, kularaki or some shit it's called, you know? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I'm not that hungry, right? Because I had Uber Eats for lunch. Love that. I, I tried to order off the My Maccas app for the very first time. Yep. Now, there were some issues. Yeah, okay. It didn't come for an hour. Oh, my God. And then it didn't come at all. Uh, really? It just never came? Never came. You get your money back? Yeah. Shout out Maccas. Is it through Uber like Domino's sort of situation? Yeah, so they're like, we're doing it now. So they're trying to take control yeah, of right. it. Okay. But then DoorDash with a subcontractor. But it looks like Mac has just put in the wrong address for their Maccas. So the DoorDash guy was just driving around. Just driving around anyway, trying to find it. Enough <laughs> talk. Happy Greek Easter. Yeah. Uh, now you've also in this bag is two Greek eggs. Yeah, so, the, so we they're dye. Red. They're red. Yeah, so on Thursday we boil some eggs and we dye them red to signify the blood of Christ. Oh, yeah. And then you have one each and you crack them together. And that signifies like Jesus cracking open the tomb and, and rising, which is what Christos Anesti means. Christ has risen. Oh, yeah. So we're going, I'm going to take an egg. Well, I'm taking the smaller one. Let's put this in front of your microphone, actually. I'm going to come to you. And you, do you want to hold it or do you want me to crack on you or do you want to That's crack on me? on my head. No, no, no. On We have an egg off. Oh, so we smash our <laughs> eggs into each yeah, other. Yeah, and one of them will crack, Broden. Oh, who's the first? It's like a, like, so is it like a Christmas cracker situation? Yeah, exactly. So if, and it's like good luck. All right, then we're going to crack our eggs on the footy with bounce. Let's crack, crack those eggs. eggs. All right. 
So I have the good luck and you have the poor luck, Malaka. That's fucked. I need good luck at the moment. So now That's I'm going to peel this egg and eat it. No, don't eat the egg. <laughs> fucking hell. Just some boiled eggs. Do people actually eat the eggs? Yeah, I, I ate like three with dinner. You A cut them in egg. half. Salt and pepper. And the freaky thing is they've been cooked for like three days. Yeah, that's not good, is it? Oh, they seem to last. I guess it's fine. I guess they're preserved. Yeah. I'm not a food technician. Neither am I. Well, that's that's our Greek Easter segment. <laughs> yeah. But also this weekend was very special because as we all know, it was the inaugural gather round. Resounding and success. Resounding success. The people of Adidade mm-hmm. turned it on. Yep. They absolutely turned it on, whether it was up in the hills mm. or down at Norwood Oval mm. or at Adelaide Oval, mm. the home of Don Bradman himself. Yep. The footy was on. Mm. And there was a variation of some good games, some bad games, some average games. Yep. But one thing's for certain, mm. it was not sold out. <laughs> <laughs> not a single game was sold out. I think 55,000 is a sellout. The, uh, the Hawthorne's... GWS game was full, but that's like a 10,000 capacity or 5,000. And so Frio's Suns was actually quite packed as well, wasn't yes. it? But that's, yeah, seven, seven and a half, I think yes. it was. Yeah. <laughs> what we talked about on Thursday in that, like, if you sell tickets for one game or two games, mm. they're going to go to the game they want to go to and they might go early if they want. Yeah. Particularly if it's raining. Yeah, I think that's a lose-lose situation, to be honest, because if you try and get them out, it's going to be impossible to get people out. Yes. So you have to do the double header. Yes. But then, yeah, people are going to come for one of two games. Mm. There are other good ovals in Adelaide. I'm curious to see because I'm ha- I'm excited to announce mm. a break on this podcast mm-hmm. uh, that Peter Malinowskis, the Premier of South Australia, mm-hmm. announced on, on TV. It was actually, I'll talk you through what happened. Yeah, right? They were doing the lead up to the Collingwood St Kilda game. Yep. And the, the, or like Sarah uh, Jones and I think Pav and... Jonathan Brown and I think Eddie Betts were standing there going, okay, so we're going to throw to Gillen McLaughlin soon for an announcement. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. Okay. Um, and they kept holding off, holding off. And then they just, then the cameraman just sort of just cut to a shot of Gillen McLaughlin walking around on his phone, clearly just very aggressively yelling at someone. <laughs> and usually Gillen, like he's that very, he's, he's usually very composed as mm-hmm. a CEO, just very, you know, it's been a very successful yep. round and, yeah, we take a large amount of money from sports bed and we're fucked. Mm. But at the end of the day, he's very in control. Mm-hmm. And he, I, for a moment, because clearly they were supposed to announce uh, something about gather round, mm. but they were still figuring out the fine, like they were doing a heads of agreement, getting the contract You reckon it was a bit sorted. of a rush situation? Yes, it was yeah, clearly, right. bet- oh, well, maybe it was between the SA government and uh, AFL trying to mm. just figure out the fine print before it was announced. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they were. He was going around clearly yelling, clearly stressed. Like mm-hmm. clearly, this is a very embarrassing moment. And they're just filming him. <laughs> I was like, this is the best <laughs> thing I've ever seen because you never see him so angry or so, so happy. Right? He's one of those just neutral people, right? Yes. Yeah, he's very calm and neutral. So then the players came out and they came out and they and they uh, they're on the ground. And then they cut back to them and then they're like, yes. Three more years. <laughs> and they're all like, yeah, and the crowd cheered. Yep. So it looks like it's going to be a four-year stint at Gather Round. Correct, yeah. And they were apparently AFL wanted it to be in Sydney. Yeah, right. But the the Premier did such a good job. The state did such a good job. The people showed up. That's what they reckon. That's the, AFL were like, we would really like it in Sydney and AFL put in such a good bid. But you know what? If I was the AFL and I was negotiating, mm. 
and I wanted Adelaide to bring the money and to bring the whole, we're going to make it incredible, Perth or Adelaide probably. Yeah. You would say Sydney, we want Sydney to do it, wouldn't you? As a leveraging tool. Yeah, 100%. And then uh, clearly Adelaide have gone, please don't take this somewhere else now. We love this, we want this. Do you think it'll have longevity? I think so. I think it's. Um, I think what's interesting about the Sydney thing is um, thrown to American sports for a second here is how the NFL and the NBA try and fuck each other on certain days. Yeah. So it could be like a disruption to the NRL. Like yes. let's go up to Sydney and fuck up one of their week. One of their. Yeah, rounds, that's true. You know? they, they, no, yeah, a competitive <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, like the the Adelaide is a smaller town than Sydney. Sydney yeah. has other stuff on. Like if so we, much other stuff. If we had gather around there, they don't care. Like if it's yeah. if it's not on, they'll go, great, we'll just go to Seagull World. Yeah, I think it depends on whether um, Tourism Sydney would get behind it because that's the thing that absolutely obvious. Because they've got Seagull World, Tom. Yeah, well, I've never been. Any good? Oh, it's so good, Tom. Next Is summer still up a there. Thing? No, it's about 20 yeah, years right. gone. But <laughs> like the monorail. The Matrix, all these things. Anyway, good on Adelaide. It's a good thing for them. Yeah, I, I would like to say two things quickly. Yes. Because I was listening to SEN as it went down. Yes, okay. Um, Can I tell you this real thing about SEN? They've got a merch website now, right? And I was like, yeah, great. Yeah. I'll go buy some SEN merch. Of course, naturally. I'll drape myself from head to toe in SEN merch. Yep, love I hope that. they have silk pyjamas that I can wear to bed <laughs> mm-hmm. and wake up with Gary and Tim. <laughs> uh, so I went to their website. Actually, I'll go to their website right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, SEN is uh, where I spend most of my day listening, and you too. Yes, same. It's uh, a home for maybe, I'm going to be fair and say over 40-year-olds, yeah. maybe on freeways driving, mm-hmm. talking about footy all day. Correct. It's 80% Carlton fans calling in and abusing whoever's on air. Yeah. This is the pieces of merch they have. Uh, David Taggart, Go On My Son, which is a man, just a man I've never seen before. <laughs> Met with his thumbs up, both thumbs up, and it says, go on, my son. I don't know what that is. I have no idea what that is. And then they've got a Kang Corns shirt. Okay, I can get behind that. It's a that. headshot of him and it says, don't at me. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then a white version of the David Taggart, go on, my son. It's called go on, my son too. All right. A volcano. Okay, I'm into that. Yep. I love a volcano. Volcano. Yep. And then another David Taggart. Yep. Looney tags. It looks like Looney Tunes, but it's him in the middle. This man with his thumbs up. <laughs> I don't know who that is. And then a classic blue shirt with the SEN logo on it. And I went, I want that. Clicked on it. Sends you to Redbubble. <laughs> and then it says, we've notified 404, page not found. <laughs> so you can't ever buy <laughs> the merch. Buy for- is David taking some like NRL thing? Because yeah, I reckon he's going to be like a... SEN's a national network after all. Yeah, he's a jockey. Yeah, he's a, he's right. a race mate, like a like a racing situation. Right, because yeah, they have that Saturday racing show that's very popular. Go on, my son. He says, <laughs> this is "Go on, my son." He probably says, "Yes," but you can't unfortunately buy the David Taggart shirt because um, it's red. It sends to Redbubble <laughs> red for one, which Redbubble is just a website where like. Anyone can make artwork and then yeah. you can try and sell it. And that's where people, that's where you go if you want to buy some stolen IP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's lots of Donna shirts on there that we've not approved. Yeah, and I'm uh, getting a cut. Speaking of, of um, <laughs> flawless organizations, just a shout out to the best organization in the world, uh, KO. Yeah. Uh, who put, you know, people talk bad about KO for being, you know, some people think they're overpriced at $30, yes. you know. Mm. Compared to other streaming platforms, yes. it's unreasonable. Yep. I disagree with that. I think they're fantastic. <laughs> yeah, great. And do you know what they have better than anyone? A good server. Mm. Clearly, whoever's running the tech down there, 
Fox Footy and the News Corp Fox organization have put in the time and the effort to make an app that works mm. perfectly. Now, by perfect, I mean I couldn't watch a game this weekend without it breaking down yep. and just corrupting on me and not opening the mm-hmm. game. But they have heart and they love the game. Yeah. And they make a, pro- a product that is fantastic. Yeah. Now, you may think I'm being uh, sarcastic. Or facetious. And you may be and facetious. And you may be saying, Broden, you had a show that came out on another app this weekend that a television show that when you open it, it sends you to episode two before you've even watched episode one and no one can really figure out why. And, you know, if you're going to throw stones, then make sure you don't live in a glass ABC iView house. Now, that's that would be the case if I was being fa- fa- facetious or sarcastic, but I'm not. Shout out to KO. You make a fantastic br- product. And we have other options like Australians who love footy. Mm. We can go anywhere else and watch the footy. Yeah. On live, yep. t- free to air, Channel yep. Seven games. You can have Foxtel if you and pay nine hundred dollars a month. Yep. There's options. You can go to a pub and sit there and. Yep. You watch can. It you, at the I pub. could. I could. I could go to a pub, and maybe that's yeah. But I would never do that because that sounds too fun and enjoyable. Yeah. No, I like sitting at home with Ko, which works well. Yeah. Shout out Ko. Shout out Ko. Uh, now next thing. Uh, something ha- this is a sad week for our podcast mm-hmm. is both our teams uh, lost the football games, which is rare. Yeah. Very, very rare. And, and may I say it was oh, the manner. Dear. It was the manner in Shoot which both teams me lost. me in the fucking face, mate. I was at a wedding. Yeah. And it was, I was wonderful. I was watching love happen. Mm. And it was magical and beautiful. And uh, shout out to, to, to the wonderful people whose wedding I went to. Mm-hmm. Um, It was someone in Jade, wasn't it? Arity and her wonderful new husband, who I'm going to find out. And I find Arity's partner's name. I'll just ring Annie. Hey, mate. Um, can you um, can you quickly tell me what Arity's husband's name is? Jaden. J-A-Y-D-E-N. Yeah, Jaden. Hey, great. All right. All good? Yep. That's nice. All right. Love you. Love you, bye. Shout out to Arity and Jaden. <laughs> On a wonderful wedding, and I was enjoying myself. They're great musicians. They were playing music at their wedding, and then I looked down at my phone. I said, "Oh, we're down by two goals. Mm. That's a worry." Yeah. And then I drove back to my house, and it got worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Very, very disappointing. And you know what? The sun showed up, but uh, didn't show up enough. It was the first loss I've really given a fuck about in a few years. What about that one where you were sad at the game a week ago? Yeah, see that, but that felt like a genuine loss. Like that felt like we were uh, beaten. Yeah. I felt like we were robbed against Fremantle, if you know what I mean. Yeah. In in the sense that it was completely our fault, but we were up by, I think at like 15 or so at one point, could have easily been up 30 mm-hmm. and then just pretty much. All games all weekend, to be honest. Mm. All felt a little bit weird. It felt like a lot of teams playing at a ground they didn't really know. And yep. particularly Norwood, which one side one side of the ground is a football oval and the other side of the ground is a basketball court, like yep. a straight line, rugby field, right yep. up the side. I, was, I think the weirdness of the round, I think, had a little bit to do with it. Yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted to say before. Jared says, Jared Waitley says, 
Barossa and Glenelg next year. I heard that. I actually heard mm. Barossa, they're going to develop yeah. a nice stadium because that would be sick is yeah. you go to the vineyards mm. and to a footy game. Yeah. Oh, how good. Marone, mm. to quote Tony Soprano. Oh, yeah. Marone. Is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, but I just, just I'm not used to it. I, I remember, I li- I've lived this my whole life, but a week when your footy team loses is miserable. Mm-hmm. You just, the whole week you're like, I'm already feeling it. Just, oh man, we suck. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah, it really was. And, uh, and it's just a mark to all the people whose teams won this weekend. Enjoy the week. Mm. Just remember like, oh, that thing happened at work or missed that train or, you know, but at least the, at least my team won. Yes. You know, yeah. value it. Enjoy it. <sighs> Another thing to mention, there was a cool, I just wanted to point out one thing that came across my desk. Mm-hmm which was uh, the AFL shared a tweet of a man at the footy and people were getting around him yep. of uh, he was wearing multiple Guernseys. Yes. He was wearing every team and he was at most of the games this weekend. I kept seeing him in social media, kept seeing him in social media and he was, you know, it's a fun idea is he's worn a Guernsey, he's made a Guernsey that is, uh, represents like how many teams? I think, I think the idea was that it was all the teams. All the teams. Yeah. So, yeah, the AFL said, this guy can't lose. Yeah. Hashtag gather round, hashtag Cats Eagles. And he's mm. got a big sign that says, all teams should merge. Bottom is North Melbourne. Big red sash for Essendon. Saints on one side, Port on the other. Saint- yeah, they're all in there. Yeah. That's a really fun idea. It's got 40 retweets, 13 quote retweet, retweets, 1,000 likes, Sixty. it's reached 70,000 people. Mm-hmm. That's really fun. Until you realize, this is a, the guy works for Sportsbet. Yeah. And I just wonder... Mm-hmm. I'm, all, I'm all for sports bet doing fun content as well. Like if you want to write sketches and stuff, that's all good. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, but AF, I'm curious to know if AFL know that that's a sports bet guy. I would assume, maybe not the social media person, but I assume the organization would know, right? Well, they, they're in, sports bet's their major partner for yeah, them. Yeah, like, yeah. And if they, if they're tweeting shit like that, and like, how cool is this guy? Get around him. No, knowing that without without being up front and saying, this is our betting partner. Yeah, this is sponsored content sort of thing. Then yeah. that's really corrupt and shitty by the AFL. If. If, yeah. So shout out to them for doing that. I just want to mark that. It's not that funny, but I want to mark it because no, I fair. think a lot of other places who are legitimate places, we've got about 7,000 people listening to this weekly at the moment. And that's not huge compared to the other places, but all the other places are in bed with betting companies. Mm-hmm. So I just want to mark whenever they do fuck shit. Sure. Uh, here's my three favorite games of the weekend. We will go into, we're going to have an interview with a very cool person. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite interviews we've done. Uh, but I want to mark, we'll talk about the games after that. Mm-hmm. But I just want to mark the three best games in order. Okay. Number three for me is actually the Suns Freo game because it stayed tight. It was a good game until Freo just ran over you. Yep. And I thought, no, Norwood Oval, I love, it was like, we should play more uh, games like that in Victoria as well, where we use Optus Stadium. What's it called now? Visi Park? Yeah. Princess Park. Yes, yes, yes. Or um, I, I love those stadiums. We should use them for the smaller games. The one in Ballarat's awesome. Oh, yeah, vibes. I yeah. love them. Second game I had, Dogs v Port. Mm-hmm. It was pissing rain and uh, stayed tight for most of it. Yep. And then they also had a very cool moment where no one knows what was said. But in the pouring, it's a beautiful shot. Like, it's filmic. Mm. There's a shot after the game. Reportedly, like, Jared, Jason Horn Francis was getting booed quite yes. a lot. Yes, and It's this beautiful shot of rain, like, mm. gushing down. 
And Ken Hinckley walks up to him, grabs him, and then does this inspiring speech to him. And they're looking at each other's eyes and are engaged and really like saying something really special. And they both like pat each other on the back, give each other a hug. Just a beautiful moment. 100%. And I think it directly impacted Jason Horn Francis's performance as well. Did it? I believe he was playing quite poorly until then and then had a ripper last quarter. Or it might have been after the game and Ken Hinckley was saying, see, listen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. It was great. And then the best game of the round by a freaking country mile. Mm Norwood Oval brought the goods. Yeah. So Giants v. Hawks. Mm-hmm. Gun game. Yep. Stayed tight all day. Good game. The sun, beautiful. It was a nice sunny day. Sun setting over the ground. Just staying tight between the two teams. They both were in- entertaining to watch kind of. It was a bit mm. crappy for most of it. But then when it was on at the end, they were really, it was really on. Yeah. And the game, Himmelberg, right, mm. takes this massive, Hogan misses a, a real shocker. Yeah, right. Then Himmelberg takes this massive Tony Modra. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? Yeah, loved it. Uh, took a Modra and uh, slotted one to put them up. And then uh, Hawks are coming the other way. Impey mm-hmm. has a long shot. So they're going to look like an absolute fucking gun shot outside yep. 50. And just on the line, someone reaches right up, almost like Gary Moorcroft, back arched, mm. like right up and gets his fingernails on it. I'm like, right. who the fuck's that? Who yeah. is that? And then you look later, Himmelberg. So Himmelberg won the goal of he took the, the winning goal, kicked the the goal the goal to seal the game. Winning save, it's like goalie and striker and strike, yeah, yeah. And then they kick it out and go down the line, and he takes another just right. like pack mark. It was <laughs> huge performance. So he's almost like the gather round player of the he's gather round. Very good, he very good, and he is positionless as well. And do you know what else? What Cadman. First game. Oh right. Oh yeah. How was he? I missed this game. Yes. Uh, full disclosure. Let's how look up he? his stats. Aaron Cadman. Talk about. Do you know who Aaron Cadman is, Tom? So it's the number one draft pick. Yes. Uh, I will be <laughs> honest. Apart from that, I don't know much, but um, I know that it was hyped, and we're all very excited to see him play. There was a big rev up from. Uh, okay, so there was a big rev up from Phil. What's his name? Phil Davis. Phil Davis before the game, which was yep, very love nice. That. Kicked a goal. Six disposals. But you know, nice little start. Is he a, is he a forward? Is he? Yes, he is. Right. He looks like all the rest of them. Yeah, right. He's a big lanky boy. You got a ponytail, I think, on yeah, blonde okay. hair. Yeah, love that. Anyway, they're my top three games of the week. But it may, got me thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know. Adelaide is an AFL town. Yes. And it's a and and it showed how much they love footy. And there's so many. All the other cities love footy as well. And I wanted to go. I wanted to see who out of Australia. What cities love footy the most and who is who who are the best cities for football? Yeah. So I have decided that we're going to rank the top nine cities of football. Okay, great. And I want your collaboration on this. Okay. So I've brought a draft and I'm happy to move it. And what we set will be the definitive setting. Okay, that'll be it. No one shall ever argue. Now I have a macro question. Mm-hmm. Do we include Melbourne in this? Uh, if you include Melbourne, it's going to be number one. So that's that's the thing. Is like, do I ruin it there, or like, because or is it not the best city in, for football in the world? I mean, it's hard. Are we going in a more spiritual sense, or I'm talking everything? Because so I've never seen many games outside of Victoria. You know, but what you I'm have saying? you have seen games. So we've we seen some games. Yeah. Well, well, we've been to we've been to SCG together. Yes. Is that it? That's the only other game you've been in? It may be. No, nothing else is jumping out to me. I've seen games in Perth, yep. Adelaide, 
Melbourne, Sydney, and that's it. Yeah, I love that. But I've not been to any games in Brisbane and Queensland, and I've not been to any games in Tassie yep. or Cairns or Darwin. Yep. Uh, but having said that, without full information, I think we ranked them. Well, see, I think, yes, I agree with you, and let's take Melbourne out of it. So it's more of a... Okay. Spiritually, what do we think the vibe, you so know? So top eight then. Top eight. And this is including things like how, how, how much does the footy run the city? Mm-hmm. How I'm also going to talk about a place to be. Yes. Okay. So, you know, infrastructure, public yep. transport, weather, yep. things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, AFL presence. Mm-hmm. How much we're talking about AFL presence. Yep. We're talking about what else? What are other things we can include? Teams. Yeah, uh, I think teams. I think teams. People. I think, yeah, people and supporter base. Um, rival codes. Yes. Okay, great. Mm. So we'll go with eighth. Yep. I went the last place, the worst place, or not the worst place, the, the last ranked city for football for me is Cairns. Yeah. You agree with that? I, I agree. I, I was thinking one of those sort of places. Um, having been to Cairns a lot. Same. There's not a, there's not a lot of AFL going up there. No, they, everyone wears their cowboy stuff. Yeah. But there, there is also a, a hole over Carrara. No. Yes, Carrara. Kazali Stadium. Oh, is Kazali it? Stadium, yeah. Where's Carrara? Carrara's in Gold Coast, isn't oh, it? Oh, right. Is that an old in Gold Coast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just too wet. For, and there's not been a lot of good games up there, apart from the Carmichael hunt yeah. after the siren goal to win it against Richmond. Yeah. There's um, probably... It could become a good city. There's even a world where AFL get a team up there. Yeah, I could see that. Because there's so many retirees, yeah. Melburnians who move up there that you could almost argue it would be a small team and they'd always struggle. And it's to say that Gold Coast and Brisbane are the same place as Cairns is just wrong. Yeah, no. So it's like it's like two thousand kilometers away. I think when I, I went up there to do a show called Irreverent. Yeah, great, and, um, great TV show. And I did hotel quarantine in Brisbane, and then I was like, and then I'm going to a place called Mission Beach, which is yeah. just outside, of, which is like an hour from Cairns. And I was yeah. like, oh well, yeah. So Mission Beach, yeah. I'll, uh, and they'll probably just put me in a car and drive me up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, that would take you two days. Yeah. It's so far It's so away. far. And that's the one thing I was going to say, Broden. If AFL wanted to invest in Cairns as a place to go and watch AFL, it, it does feel incredibly disconnected from other cities. Yeah, it's true. And Even also, worse than like Perth and stuff. But you would have such an advantage. Mm. If you had a team up there, it's 40 degrees every day and it's humid. Yeah. And if you were a team that was desensitized to that yep. or you, it would be a huge thing imagine be, yeah. imagine Melbourne or the even the Tassie team oh, yeah. coming up and playing against Cairns in 40 degree heat and not knowing what to do and you guys just, and like the Cairns crocodiles or whatever the fuck they were called just dominating yeah I think it would be great a lot of tourist stuff in there they could turn a lot of tourist stuff in there's only 150,000 people there though isn't that crazy yeah I'd be interested is that permanent Citizens. Yeah, that's that would be the census, I imagine. Because it does feel like there's always an extra fifty thousand tourists there. That's true. Which is good for footy. And I would love to go to a Melbourne game up there. I know that you can do that at the moment, but like it's a lovely place to go. And you can't swim in the water because of the crocodiles. No, you can swim in a net. You can swim in a net. Um, (laughs) Okay, number seven. Yeah, I've got Canberra. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's a lot of footy fans there, and I think they get good turnout. But Marnica Oval has just not had a lot of dedication or time put into it. Freaking cold, yeah. Really cold, yeah. Snowy levels, cold, and uh, I really like Canberra as a place. As do I. 
but I don't think it has enough tourist draw. I don't think it has enough. Like, there's just. I think everyone there is a professional who work in yeah. work in government organisations, and there just doesn't seem to be enough care enough about footy. It could almost have a footy team because so many people live there and stuff. Like, yeah. but I just it just thinks everyone. It's just everyone's a bit ambivalent about it. Yeah, I feel like it has the place has no personality, and no one's electing to be there. No, four hundred thousand people live there, right? So it's a, probably enough. Like, if you're thinking about like. I don't know Geelong or something. It, you know, if if there was, you know, no one's, not a lot of people are from Canberra. I feel like three hundred and fifty of those four hundred have from to Melbourne be there. or Sydney. Or yeah, they have to be there for work. But they <laughs> like this. It's it, the people who live in everyone shits on Canberra. So I'm trying not to shit on Canberra. Well, it's fucking beautiful. I love. Canberra. I love it there it's as a place. Beautiful fresh air and like the, every, I, I had the best time there the week we did our shows there. Um, mm, good and food. the restaurants are really good because there's yeah. so many professionals and stuff. What, where did we go for Japanese made you sick? Oh, yeah, maybe shit water for a week because yeah. um, I had beef tate. It was delicious. Let's not though. mention the restaurant's name. <laughs> but it was really good until I... Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I've got them. At, I've got them at seven. Yeah, fair. Number six. Yep. All right, now we're getting controversial. All right, here we go. Tasmania. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm with you so far. Tasmania because... Of the po- I guess population, yeah. I think that I think an AFL team there will make it almost Adelaide or Geelong, maybe more Geelong than Adelaide, yep. where it's just like if if they got a team, even though they have a smaller population, like what are they sitting at? Um, five hundred thousand, five hundred forty-one thousand. Yeah. So they're 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 small, but if they had a football team, it would just tip them over the edge because I yep. think there's still a fair few NRL fans and. You saw the jack jumpers down there. They had the basketball. Yeah. Can I just make a quick point in regards to basketball, Braden? Yes. I think we have, because of the MCG being 100,000 and Optus Stadium being 80,000, I think we have this idea in our heads that stadiums need to be a warped warped idea of what is. Yes. Because a lot of the great basketball ones are like in America that I've been to are like 20,000, 10,000. Yeah. And I would be very interested look, yeah. in a Tassie ground that held 20. If you look at Norwood today, mm. that was a great vibe. Yeah. Sold out uh, Hawthorne GWS game. Really good vibe there. And that was only 10,000. Exactly. So I think I think we have a, a skewed perception of what, you know, well, we need to have 50,000 go to the Tassie games. No, not true. A 30,000 sellout could make a Tassie team more money mm-hmm. than selling 30 in a 50,000. So I've got them at, uh, was it sixth, six, I think? Yeah. And I think, but they have potential to grow. Yeah, sure. To much higher. Much levels. higher. And I think the AFL needs them to be a place that's really exciting and mm. could be really cool. Could be. Number six. Yep. Five. Fuck. I've still got Melbourne in there at number one. So <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm doing some on the, on the run. <laughs> Mathematics. Number uh, number five, yeah, uh, Darwin. Yeah. Now I have uh, Darwin there. Uh, uh, potentially, I, I I think they don't get a lot of points because there's not a lot of games they're played. Mm-hmm. They don't have the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. I don't think they could ever have a team mm-hmm. in the same for the same reasons as Cairns. But so much football talent comes from there, mm-hmm. and they play in the dry season or the wet season. I forget which one they play in. They play in the opposite time yeah. because it's easier to play in. There's so much culture and love for footy up there and it's so far away from Melbourne. Mm. But um, the the one thing you could talk about is, I've heard people pitch this before, is a Cairns-Darwin team. You call them Nor- the Northern yeah. Crocodiles. Or Northern you, Alliance. The Northern Cro- And like half their games are played in Darwin, half their play- games are played in Cairns. Yeah. Um, which is, I, it would be hard pressed to try and make players want to go play 
for a team that has no like direct location. Like yeah, that. they'd need to be settled in either or, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. And then also, I think there'd be periods of the year where it's almost unplayable for them. Like hundred percent. Like my dad, who lived in Cairns until he passed away, was like genuinely got flooded. Like road yeah. flood, genuinely couldn't get out yeah. for like weeks at a time and shit. So. I wonder how the Cowboys go up there. I don't know much about rugby. No, ever do I? But um, yeah. So, but Darwin. They love their footy, so they get to. They're at number five. Number four. This is where we get to the major cities. All right. Okay. At number four, I have Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, they lost a lot of points for me because of the Gabba. Mm-hmm. And I include the Gold Coast in this again. Sorry. Yeah. I'm including Gold Coast Canberra. Got sorry, Gold Coast Brisbane as a sort of collection because they're an hour from each yeah, other. Yeah, totally. No, I'm into. That. And I don't include Geelong in this because of Melbourne. And, yeah. Uh, so. They, I think they've got a core fan base because of those mid two thousands, the super team, and you know a lot of you know they, there's a there's a good vibe. Gold Coast have the potential to grow and build, and they and to at least be on parity, but um, it's just it's still a rugby city, 100%. and even those are like even I think the Brisbane Lions have more fans than like the Broncos, like yeah. as in um not fans but members. members, yeah, and that might just be a cultural thing of like there more people are willing to join up and but um. Yeah, I think they just they lose points for me because it's so rugby up there, even more so than uh, who, Sydney. I, who I have at number three, which yeah. is Sydney. Yeah, Sydney is the you know the biggest up there with the biggest city in Australia. Um, but the, I think, at least for my list, Sydney, uh, and this is mostly because of the Swans and less less about GWS. Mm. But that when you go to an SCG game. Mm. It's really it makes you feel really good because you're like AFL is sick. You really feel like it's a national game when yeah, you're at the SCG, yeah. and they get they got extra points. They went ahead of Brisbane for me because of the Buddy One Thousand. Yeah, that was so cool. Yes, that was like the iconic moment of last year. It was a little bit scary, but very cool. Yeah, very cool. Mm. So Sydney, and I think Sydney have the potential to like keep growing and being even more AFL than they even are. Yeah, they have that population and everything that they could it could coexist with many other codes, just like Melbourne yes. does. And SCG is a sick ground. Mm. Um, and you could talk to some people and they know everything about AFL and they die hard for it and then you talk to the next person they don't even know. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Uh, and then at number three, this is where it gets a bit, you know, the next three cities are... Uh, two in, cities? Oh, let's see, including Melbourne, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the next two cities... Yeah. Hard, it's hard. It's hard, it's very hard. It's really hard. Yeah. At number three... Yeah. And number two, sorry. Number two. Fucking hell. At number two, I have Perth. Yeah. And a number one I have in this list, Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Now, I think as we sit here at the end of Gather Round, yeah, it's easy to say that Adelaide is, you know, the biggest football city outside of Melbourne in Australia. Bit of recency bias. Recency bias. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Perth love their footy. Yeah, and they're huge. And like the West Coast Eagles are the most powerful football team, like the biggest, you know football team in in the country yeah and they have their own like the way the media interacts in its own way yes with the clubs over there yeah they, a whole they, have their, they have their own ecosystem yeah of uh people shitting on the coaches <laughs> yeah, and exactly then, and then adelaide uh also i think for my vote like they that uh, perth have this too these the melbourne adelaide perth particularly and tassie i think has this as well mm-hmm. and rural new south wales and uh, anyway this co- they have their independent sort of cultures of AFL that have grown separately, um, and they and like Claremont in you know and the, and the waffle and everything over there and then the Sandful, that they have these real 
the, these are the three major footy cities. 100%. And uh, so that's my ranking. Yeah. Feel free to um, attack me personally for this. Yeah. But this can always move as well. And then let's talk about Melbourne. Yeah. This city lives and breathes on the footy, mate. It does feel like that, doesn't it? Well, I'll tell you for me, right? In March and April, this time that we're just coming out of now, Anzac Day kind of marks the end of it, is uh, for me and what, like, it's just like, perfect melbourne yeah because it's not freezing cold yet it's not still hot right yeah the comedy festivals just started so you walk through the city and comedy's on it's an absolute there's so many cool shows so much lovely stuff going on and then there's footy games happening everywhere and there's that start of the season energy it just it's so cool Mm. it's such a lovely time of the year and um it's always just so exciting and fun. And we missed out on it for a few, so it's very cool to have them. 100%. So that, do you agree with my list? Or is there any changes uh, you'd do? Uh, I'm not sure that at this uh, point I could split Perth and um, and Adelaide. So almost an equal first. Yes. It, it feels Gun like to your head. equally pa- passionate. Yeah. Gun to your head. I mean, Optus Stadium is a huge coup for, for AFL. That is a very good point. But like, then so is Adelaide Oval. But Adelaide Oval is more like, you know, your traditional home, you know, which is very cool and yeah. and nice. But the way they poured the money and the infrastructure into an 80,000-seater for Optus is quite stunning and impressive. What do you think the capacity of both of them is? I think 80,000 for Optus and I think it's like 54 for Adelaide. Here's the thing, right? Yeah. Adelaide Oval is 53,000. Okay, I was off by one. And then that's the thing about Optus Stadium, right? Yeah. I don't know if this helps or burdens your own. Yeah. It's only 60,000. Is it actually? Yeah. I, I knew it was 80, so I don't know where the fuck I got that from. <laughs> you know how when you know something and you're just like, I know this? That, that is a, a football memory I'll have for the rest of my life. I talk about it all the time. is flying to Perth the morning of a prelim to see Melbourne West Coast mm. in 2018. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was it? Yeah, because 2019 was COVID, right? Yeah, it's 2018. Yeah. Um, awful day. Yeah, but that's the loudest crowd I've ever been in. Yeah, it was incredible. The way that place has been designed, it looks—it's kind of like a mini MCG. It's yep. and it's brand new and schmicko and fantastic. And the main difference, right? In Melbourne, I've been to games that are, uh, you know, particularly one-sided. All the, I've been to a lot of grand finals. Uh, I'm very lucky to have done that. And you rarely get 100,000 people on side yeah. for one team. Yeah. The only other comparison would be when Richmond played GWS in a prelim mm. that I went to and there was a little square of cheer squad. <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. What, what we were against the Saints the other week with the Suns. Yeah. Um, and 98, maybe 99, 500 fans going for Richmond. That mm. was pretty incredible. Yeah. But West Coast going into a grand final, that was incredible. And very Perth as well. The sun was shining. Um, nice, beautiful weather. And I feel like every time you go to Perth, you somehow run into the bass player from Vance Joy, right? Yes, that's true. He was sitting behind me. The Van- no, Vance Joy was sitting oh, behind Vance me. Oh, Vance Joy was sitting behind you. Yeah, Vance Joy was sitting behind me. I thought me. the bass player was a Donna fan or something. They could have, could have been. But Vance yeah, Joy right. said hello. And I was like, he's like, hey, man, I like your stuff. I was like, are you Vance Joy? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. But he's from Melbourne. So I don't know oh, what he was, right. do- I I know what he was, he was doing there. Perth person. Anyway, yeah. on that note, that's my ranking of 40 things. We will now throw to a very exciting guest. Um, can we... Oh, we could do it after. We could do a quick Malacca of the Week. Oh, let's do Malacca of the Week. Yeah, great. Play that Malacca tune. We should have done it with Greek Easter. Oh, well. 
Well, you still can. No, no, we'll, no, we'll do it separately. I don't want too much Greek in a row. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, um, I think this will be a quick one because we've already covered most of it. Yes. So it's more about throwing them out there. Can I just say as well, when we go back to Greek, you got me this chemist warehouse bag filled yes. with uh, Toblerone cheesecake yep. and uh, nice bicky, some lamb. And then I imagine it's L. Got yep. me one wooden... <laughs> One disposable wooden spoon. I think that she must have thought you would want to eat the Toblerone cheesecake on the pod, I think. It was just a nice thought, but I'm like, how am I going to eat this lamb with a wooden disposable wooden spoon? probably one knew you'd already had dinner, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell. All right. So, you've been saying malaka a lot, by the way. I know. I've incre- it's you, increased in the vocabulary. You've really gone full malaka. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I've got two... Uh, uh, what do you call it when you just miss out? Uh, oh. This is when people honorable um, people, mentions. people on the people often tell me they're screaming at us. Yes, for forgetting words. Yes, you got to realize we're in our twilight years. Yes, we forget a lot of shit. Go on. So honorable mentions to people who uh, booed Jason Horn Francis and anyone who copied our Farmers Union bit across the weekend. Who? Why, why were they booing Jason? Is it the because he left North for ice baths? Yeah, people think that he's not a cool dude, whereas I right. think he's a, a little boy. He's nineteen, yeah. And I think people make mistakes, and it might not have been a mistake. But when I was nineteen, mistakes. I was I was um doing exciting monologues and drama plays. I can tell you, until I was like twenty five, I was when you think of the worst of a teenage boy, that was me until I was twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's just one of those things. So, but they're just honorable mentions, bro. Yes. So you, you can't blame the guy. He loves Adelaide. Exactly. He wants to get home. <laughs> He loves Ken Inkley in the rain. Imagine, well, imagine what would have happened. Maybe he just didn't know that Farmers Union was available in Melbourne. Exactly. And he never looked. Yeah. And he was just like, fuck, I miss that Farmers Union. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And, and all that had to happen was someone from North just had to go, hey, they're at the shops. Yeah. So Maybe obviously it was an independent thought, but yes, Braden, there was a lot of Farmers Union bits across the weekend. And yes. I'm just going to put it out that they all copied us. Yeah, no, they totally first. did. I yeah. mean... Yeah, we did invent it. Yeah. And a fun fact about the Farmers Union. Yeah. Do you know it outsells Coca-Cola in Adelaide? And oh, really? it's only one of the two places that do that. So Edinburgh with Iron Brew. Iron Brew, Brew yeah. And, and uh, in Adelaide, the, only, the main drink that outsells Coca-Cola. Everywhere else, Coca-Cola number one seller. That's crazy. Mm. Go on. So here's my four nominations. Um, KO. <laughs> we mentioned we them. We talked about that. Here's one that feeds into what you were saying earlier about people yelling at us. Yes. If anyone who's listening right now is taking anything me and Brayden says seriously, yeah. you're a malaka. What, 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 what was there anything in particular? No, I, we just, I, I am particularly, I'm wrong about most things. Would you yeah. agree, Brayden? No. <laughs> yeah. And anyone who gets upset by that, you're a malaka, mate. Well, it's fair. You should, you should be held accountable. A lot of people were upset that I said that Adelaide stole the HSP idea. AB. AB. They said it's been around since the 70s. But no one has anyone had a problem with me saying something very, very poignant? Yeah. Which is that it's it's all nachos. <laughs> yeah, no, no one's that disagreed with that. And nachos are the HSP of Mexico. I also say stuff about teams sometimes I don't really mean. Teams? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said teams. Like Essendon, for instance. Oh, a yeah. lot of people get pretty upset. Well, they're, the they're, we say. they're the flag favourites. They are. They're playing amazingly. They beat Melbourne. I'm going to do a big apology when we come to our uh, round wrap-up. Right. But I'm just saying, hey, it's all good, guys. Don't take anything we say seriously. I'll take his bards. Attack me. Yeah. <laughs> Attack I, I'm used to it now. 
All in all, I, if I do a podcast that someone doesn't like, or I play a silly character, I get death threats. You know, <laughs> it's, I'm used to it. I'll take your, I'll take the slings and arrows. No, I'm hey, saying if you do I that, you're like a that, I didn't like that sketch you did in episode three where you was a bit they had a wrong punchline. So I want your family to die. Yeah. So if you do that, you're a malaka. Great. And I stand by that. A third, sons and d's. Enough said. Yeah. No. Totally. And here's a fourth one, Broden. Cover bands that are too loud at Wayne's 60th. Oh, yeah. My dad, shout out to Wayne Kelly. Wayne Kelly. Uh, who was his 60th on the uh, weekend. We'll talk a little bit more about Wayne Kelly later mm. uh, and his experience with Wayne Kerry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yes, it was his 60th on Saturday night and uh, there was good vibes. Yeah, great Good vibes. Fun. You know, everyone was chatting and then the cover, the cover band came on and they were great. <gasps> they were good. They were very but good. But that's the thing. That generation as well. It's either you know, it's either a gig or it's not. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. It's talking or it's not. Yeah. And I can't hear myself think. These cunts were so fucking. And everyone, loud. Was, everyone was over fifty at this, right? Yeah. So they're going deaf anyway. Yeah. So what are they doing? So we were forced to sit there and listen to the cover band for forty minutes because we couldn't talk to. Oh each other. yeah, half the sets. Yeah. 20, 20 minute sets. Yeah. And I like they played a bit of uh, you know uh, Midnight Oil. Yeah, a lot of that. Yeah. Bit of um, Akadaka. Yep. Didn't mind that. They could have cut about three songs out of that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but no, great night. Congratulations, Wayne. And and uh, Sharon as well was her 50th yeah, of course, as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, so who are we giving the Malaka to? Well, that's your choice, bro. You went through it quick. I think it's got to go to KO. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, is that their second? Fix it could you. be their second. Yeah, if they, could, they were, if they won the Malaka of the year. It, it wouldn't be Let's see if they pick up their game. Yeah, I agree. Come on, KO. Fix your act. All right. Now, we're going to throw to a very... Fun guest. I think you need to do a proper introduction because we didn't introduce her at all. Really? Yeah, we just sort of went in. Our next guest <laughs> is Mish, but we talk about how we know each other a lot. Yeah, but we never said this is Mish Witch. This is she's a footy expert. Yeah. It's Mish Witchrup. We have a very special guest today. <laughs> so you jumped right in real quick. I'm very, very professional. Okay, go on. We have a very special guest today. Uh, they, I've I've known them and Tom we've known this person the exact same amount of time yep. we met at the same moment yep. the story goes it's 20 06 06 2006 yeah. mm. when did we jump from 2006 to, to 2010 was yeah. it 2010 yeah, yeah, yeah 2010 because you wouldn't say 2009 yes I would I absolutely would not. But just before he said 2006, and you were like, "No, 2006." That's not what happened. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's absolutely not what he went 20. No, he went 2000, and and I said 06. There's no something. way of knowing. <laughs> yeah, if only with the, if only we were being recorded. <laughs> you said 2006. You said 2006. Either or, they're the same thing. But you I, would I, never I reckon say if someone <laughs> if someone was to say what happened to you when you were. Um, 21 I'd be like Oh okay So 2009 Alright exactly. I'd say 2009 Yeah exactly Okay and there we are We uh, Tom and I did a local We used to do the school musicals At Viewbank And then we went And did the local Youth theatre company Called Heidelberg Theatre Company Youth And uh, on one of the shows it was, it was a production Called Peter Pan <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Afterwards We were approached by This nice lady yep. Two nice ladies actually And they yep. were like we represent a private academy, of, uh, a private school of the finest girls in Victoria. <laughs> and Fucking were, me, can't. This is true. They're like, we, 
We represent a private school called Ivanhoe Girls Grammar, and we would like you little boys, <laughs> you scum, dirty public school boys, to come and be audition actually mm. for the our production of Grease. And we're like, wow, that sounds really cool and yeah. fun. Like, we want to do as many plays as possible because mm. we want to be, you know, we want to do plays. And uh, so he showed up and did an audition. Like, you have passed the audition. <laughs> you are welcomed into this school for a brief few hours a week. And, mm. uh, and then uh, we got into the show and it was like th- four boys. Yeah. And uh, 942 girls. Yeah. yeah. And uh, And they were all, these are all private school girls in the mid-2000s and... 98% of them were afraid to talk to the petrified dirty dirty public school boys. Yeah, 98% of the girls within that production or within that school had never spoken to a man <laughs> or a boy. They had never seen one. Um I was one of those to be completely honest with you. Um but I didn't like luckily thank Christ um didn't want to do kisses with any of you, mm. which is nice. <laughs> I don't think. Anyway, <laughs> and then so the only girl who would talk to us was this girl called Mish. Hello, school captain. No, no. drama captain. Yes. yes, head prefect. Were you a prefect or, was, a, dra- or a captain? I was head prefect. That of drama. Private schools called the captains prefects. Yeah, I yeah. know. So at my school, there was two school captains and four head prefects, and I was a head. So prefect. you were top six. Top six, bitch. <laughs> top six, which is insane because I used to like. Have ciggies down the street and like, like yeah. fucked. Shit. My memories of you <laughs> is like is is you now. Yeah, like but you're in year twelve and you're like hello and you had like a car and you smoked yeah. and you yeah. like had a job. Yeah, like, hello. <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I used to um. So I was a year older than you guys, but yeah. I and I did. I had a, my license and I used to. Like after rehearsal or whatever, I would drive you guys home and we'd get Maccas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, boys. And that's how we became friends. Yeah, yeah. you're very nice. And so uh, we've known you ever since then. And then we went to drama school and you went, and then later on you're, I'm going to go to drama school. Mm. And then you followed us up there. I did follow, I actually did. I wouldn't have gone to um, Ballarat oh. Arts Academy had not been for the people I knew there. Mm. Yes. And then you lived with. Um, you lived with Zach and Sam from Auntie Donna. I did, yep. And Leguizamarama. Yep. And the Auntie Donna podcast. Yep. <laughs> and um, and then they we then you moved in with my partner Annie. Yes, I lived with your partner. Um, yes, but well, we've known you forever. And I shop at like regularly. My mother shops at the Coles that Tom and his partner work at for <laughs> for worked oh, at there, for a really long time. He's with now wife. Yeah, yeah. it's now wife. So um, we're all it's a very connected thing. But I should say as well, you're you we're Mish is joining us mid run at Comedy Festival for her yeah. show Butterfingers at Campari House. Yes. At the wonderful time of nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Oh, you took over someone I know. Anyway. Is it going well? Yeah, it is. It's got I'm actually really enjoying myself. I've never done a show like this. It's a lot of fun. Yes, you should. Everyone should go and see it this mm. week before it closes because last year uh, she was nominated for best newcomer. I was uh, for her show. Yeah, uh, and this year I've heard is even better, and tickets are flying out the door. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, no, I'm, it's really it's a cool show. I'm really I really like it. It's so, so much fun. So come see Mish in that in that show. But we brought you here. Talk about the football. Yes. Which you- <laughs> 
which you love. Uh, in, in fairness, you asked me 45 minutes ago if I would do it. And when I walked in, Bron was like, hey, man, thanks so much for doing this. I was like, no worries. Who am I replacing? Because it's no way. No, we would that never. you organised a guest. 45 minutes That's out of recording. That's wrong. We, no, it's not. No, we, You can dick on. You can dick <laughs> on about how much, how close we are and how long we've known each other. But I was a fucking afterthought cunt. Like, no, I know that's that. That's not true. I know the podcast game. I've been doing this shit for years. Did I or did I not like a month ago say to you, we're gonna, we'd love to have you on, but you're not into footy. And you were like, no, no because of Madden okay. stuff, I watch it now. Yeah. Okay. Yes, you did. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> I ain't got no beef with you, Tom. <laughs> It's fucking you, kind. No, and and also when you said I'd, we'd really love to get you on the podcast, I was like, oh my god. And then you went, but you don't like footy. And then I lied to you. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, man, I like the footy. It's fine. I was like, I said to Brian, Mitch watches the footy now. No, I don't. I, what I watch is the NRL. Fuck that. No, because your partner Matt is an NRL guy. My partner Matt's from Sydney, so um, he's a dog. Yeah. You've got to get him on the AFL, mate. Literally, he's a dog. He's a Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs fan. Yeah, that's but, what um, I meant. But when we met and we were, like, hooking up, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever, um, I found out he was quite a sporty boy. Like, he loves his sporties. Yeah. And I'm not a sporty girl, really. Like, yep. I love watching the gymnastics when the Olympics comes yeah, every yeah, four yeah, years, yeah. right? That kind of sporty. And he loves cricket, basketball, NRL and cars. F1, big F1. He's got a whole room that's an F1 room, right? Uh, yeah, F1 and shoes. That's all it is, right? I, I couldn't have found someone less suited to me, but I've committed. Um, anyway, I told him I'd give him one. I was like, I will learn about one of those, okay. right? I will. You pick one and I will learn about it for the sake of our relationship. <laughs> all the others, I never talk to me about. And he chose NRL. But you like basketball, so you should have just talked about basketball with him. I was hoping he'd pick basketball, but NRL is literally... Literally, like, that is, it, it's like, it runs in his, he's getting a tattoo of it. Oh, no. Oh, I'm absolutely going to break up with him. <laughs> I'm You're not. I, first. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not. But, like, he's like he's a big Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs fan, so it was wow. really important to him that I kind of got into it. So I actually have gotten into the NRL a little bit. Well, who's the coach of the Don't ask that shit. <laughs> I could tell you a couple of names of players, which is massive for me. But I, I am an AFL, like... Like anyone from Melbourne, I do have like a team that I follow and like Who? Geelong. Yeah, see, that's what everyone who doesn't yeah. follow footy fosters. That's no, I have a story attached to it. Don't <laughs> if I was to that say, on If me. I was to say Cameron Corraldo, yeah. does that ring a bell? No. <laughs> that's the coach of the Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> tell us your Geelong but I can story. Tell you, I can tell you that he's new and that the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs went through like three over two years before they got him. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. But not his they name. Were, he's like, they were everything fucking, but his name. Yep. He, he's done great things for the team. <laughs> I want to hear your Geelong story, Mish. Yeah, sure. Um, so I uh, was born in Sydney, but I spent the first like eight years of my life in Tassie. Yes. And then when we knew we had to move to Melbourne for my dad's work, my mum wanted to like expose us to all things Melbourne. So we went sure. to a bunch of like theatre and we went to like different restaurants or whatever and we went to an AFL game and it was a Geelong-Collingwood game. And I remember it so clearly. I'd never seen the game before mm. in my life. When, what year was it? Uh, 1997. Oh, yeah. Which mm. was like a good year for Geelong where you had like, genuinely, I can talk about this part. <laughs> they, you had like Gary Ablett, Billy Brownless, like the really, the really. Boys. The boys. Um, mm. Gary, Gary Hock, Hocking? Gary, yeah, Buddha Hocking. Buddha Hocking. Oh, I loved him so much. But I and thought, I genuinely, as a little kid, thought that like Gary Ablett was like. He, uh, 
Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to go into I that. I wanted either. to be very clear when I said as a little kid yeah. Yeah. in 1997. I'm glad we don't have to go into I that. I thought in. he had like superpowers. I'd never seen anyone jump that high. Mm. And Geelong won that game and I was in the paper. Like they took a photo of Buddha Hocking who'd hurt himself in that game or some shit. And I was in the background. Like, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, Someone could so probably good. find that photo. On the other day, right, mm. I briefly mentioned that my father, Wayne Kelly... Mm. I never mentioned that element. My dad's name is Wayne Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Mm. He worked for Schick Razor Blades in like 1995. Mm. And I mentioned that we went on the Sunday footy show and dad had to give him a check for uh, the players associate coaches. Or something. He won an MVP. MVP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And gave him a check, big check for 10 grand. Wayne Kerry was the guy he was giving the check to. Wayne Kerry from Wayne Kelly. Another great guy. No, okay, so... <laughs> So he, my dad showed up the first week to go on TV and give him this check. He didn't show up. Wayne Carey didn't. Wayne Carey just didn't show up. So then he had to come back a week later and, uh, and give him the check. And he brought me that time and I was there and I got a photo with Dermot Brereton and all this cool shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like six at the time. And I said to our fan base, go and find it if you please can. And some guy found it in like, how, Eli? Like six hours. Yeah, like. six hours. Maybe. And so I have this, we have this, we have this recording video of my dad should we play it really quickly? Yeah, play it. Oh, my God. I have to see this. Yeah. Um, oh, Thank you very Fantastic much. season. Ah. And it's with great pleasure I present you a check to the value of $10,000. <laughs> my dad's 32 there. How old are you there? Yeah, I'm just off camera watching. Can you remember that? I very vividly. I remember this guy coming. I remember. So this is the thing my dad told me for the first time the other day after I showed him this footage. Mm. Is he At the time... This is, I wanted to tell Tom this on camera as well, is he didn't come that, Wayne Carey didn't show up the first week mm. uh, because I think he may have been in jail okay. for bashing Okey someone. Dokey. Right, getting into a fight. He had cop issues, right? Yeah. And so when he showed up the next week, I remember meeting him very briefly. Oh, how are you going? But dad apparently asked him, he said, oh, where were you last week? And Wayne Carey turned to him and said, none of your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> Because last week on the pod, you were saying, I got pretty rude vibes from Wayne Carey when I met him. Didn't seem like yeah. a nice guy. Dad never told me that. He <laughs> turned crazy. to my, he's, he's like, oh, where were you last week? He said, none of your fucking business. And so that footage you see there of my dad, he's like, my dad really pissed off. <laughs> going, All right, you fucking. And then like, Wayne Carey doesn't give him eye contact. Yeah. And um, what a fucking cunt. How rude. How, How fucking rude. Yeah. What an awful, I don't feel like person. I have a feeling that at this stage in my career, like I'm always very careful. I don't want to upset people. I don't want to say mean things. Mm-hmm. I don't want to burn no bridges. Yeah. I don't think I have a bridge with Wayne Carey. What a cunt. <laughs> yeah. Like what a fucking loser. Is not even in the top 20 bad things he's done. The other story yeah. that dad told me is that he got a call like a few months later, maybe a month later Yeah. Um, from his manager Ricky Nixon. All right. Oh, yeah, a, yeah. another stand-up bloke. <laughs> Who said, can you cancel that check, please, and resend us one? He's lost it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you, know, do you know what shocks me about Ricky Nixon? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Is that he's had quite a bit of sex, right? Many a know. sex scandal. Yes. Yeah. Had how? Sex. How? Does he yeah. find people that are like, okay. Well, I think the like, footy world is a yeah. dark, awful place yeah. in some respects. <laughs> it can be. I think the thing was he took advantage of people, Mish. I think that's part, yeah. of, the, yeah. part of the issue there. Well, yeah, that's, probably, <laughs> that's probably it. But he's also one of the most foul-looking people I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's like, okay, there are some people, I always think of Gemma Ward, where it's like, 
If you know Gemma Ward, the model. I thought that was someone from Ivan and Girls Grammar. Yes, yeah. no, <laughs> no, wait, it's Gemma Ward, right? Yeah, Gemma Ward. I yeah. don't know who you're talking about. Should uh, I Google? Yeah, it? go for it. She's like a like stunning. Oh yeah, like a model. She's yeah. an Australian model and actress born in Perth. Yeah, she's like beautiful, right? I feel like if God exists, God spent a really long time on her. She was like his ten a.m. job, right? And he spent hours constructing her. Yes. R- Ricky Nixon was. It was five fifteen. He was already <laughs> running late, and he just shoved someone out. And Ricky, he looks incomplete. <laughs> Shout out, Ricky. He uh, does. He looks like an incomplete man. Okay. Anyway, um. I followed Geelong after I saw the Collingwood Geelong game. Oh, yeah, And then Geelong. my entire well family. Well done for bringing that back. That's, I'm very, that's doing a podcast weekly with yeah, Zach. Yeah, I've been doing this for, yeah, exactly. I've been doing this for three years with Zach Ruane, yeah. mate. Um, and then my entire family jumped ship and they all went for Essendon. Ugh. Yeah. But I refused. I'm a really loyal person and I stuck with Geelong and I've been a Geelong supporter ever since. Top five Geelong players. Of all time or currently? Now, now, yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really enjoy watching, but I have I honestly since like 2015 have stopped watching so Well, great. Much. I'm glad you um, did a bit of prep and I appreciate it. Hey. It's good. No, I like it. Okay. Um, let's do a recap on, what you, on Gather Round and what you thought of it. What's that? <laughs> What's Gather Round? Well, it's the round we've just had this weekend. It was... Uh, <laughs> What do you mean prep? Broden, you told me about this 45 minutes ago. I'm running off four hours sleep. I just finished a fucking comedy festival show. Yeah. And you're like, what do you, you take for your prep? Let's not be a prick. Are you kidding? I wrote a list. I have my top five things I love about AFL. Well, we're not there yet. We're not there okay. yet. Okay. We're just your pass or fail on Gather Round. Pass. I agree. I, I agree. thought it was really good. <laughs> I agree. I think Adelaide... I think Adelaide made it their own and I think it's going to be very hard now for Perth or Brisbane or Sydney or Tassie or anywhere else to say that they should get gather around now because Adelaide went, no, we're perfect for it. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> I love that. Where was it last year? It's the first year of it. <gasps> and Adelaide's going to get the first. <laughs> they got the first. They got the first well, Adelaide. Yeah. So Gather Round is uh, where every AFL team converged on Adelaide for the last week and played games there and at all the ovals around the city and it became this festival of football. Adelaide like- as a place must have just exploded with the excitement. Nothing happens there That's except right. like yeah. a fringe festival. That's exactly what we said on Thursday. Is yeah. Yes, you, it, there's nothing happens there. This is huge for them. It's like it feels like the biggest thing that's happened Oh, Since I the Grand Prix. S- I smell an Australian film. <laughs> <laughs> like Snowtown? Are you telling me? I, I smell Snowtown. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can smell Snowtown for sure. <laughs> Rutting flesh in the barrel. Well, okay, yeah. we give it a big pass. Yes. All right. Now, I just wanted your opinion on this okay, as yep. well. I want to talk commentators. We're four mm. rounds, five rounds into the footy now. We've got lots of different commentators. Everyone has a different favourite commentator. Oh, yeah. So I've prepared four little clips from four prominent AFL commentators. Great. And I wanted you to come in cold and hear them and tell me who you think is the best. I'm talking timbre voice. I'm talking uh, vocabulary. I'm talking mm. just general spirit yeah. and vibe. Delivery. Delivery. Yeah, whatever hooks me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, easy. I can do this. Okay. Now, the first one we're going to listen to is a guy called Matt Hill, who is my favorite commentator. Well, you shouldn't have told me that because now I'm going into this wanting to please you. 
<laughs> he's a race caller who has transitioned to AFL. You could be like, he's a racist <laughs> and I love him. <laughs> I love him being racist. Okay. So here's just a little clip. Listen for voice, timbre, energy, these kind of things. Okay. okay? It's like a drama solo in year 12. Great. Transformation of object. Uh, <laughs> Great. Props. Oh, I remember. Uh, uh, yes. Ryder won the tap that time and only as far as Ross and they go forward again here the Tigers Bolton sends it towards the square and might actually fly down to the top of does two goals in quick succession okay yep okay do you want to reserve your opinions till the end yeah wait and what do you want <laughs> I can yeah I can reserve it till the end I don't know what to do what do you reckon Tom I reckon I want to hear some off the okay, off great. the dome but you don't okay. have to Matt give a Hill. Pass off that's yet. Matt Hill okay. number one yep Number two is a guy called Jared Waitley. I know. I've heard of this name. <laughs> the ball is his. The moment arrives. Elliot kicks He's the goal. Collingwood have closed like the Grim Reaper. They hit the front with a minute and 42 seconds to go. And they hold Carlton's heart in their hand right now. <laughs> okay. Mm. Jared Waitley, number two. All right. Number three is a guy called Anthony Hudson. Oh, he already gets a point <laughs> for a sexy name. <laughs> okay. 50 minutes ago. Here we go. Buddy Franklin for 12. Sometimes you just got to sit back and enjoy the show. And what a show he's put on. Oh, hang on. Might not be over yet. Five seconds to go. Oh, let it bounce. 13. 13. <laughs> Can you believe it? He's kicked 13 on the siren. Okay. Yep. And last but not least is a man called Brian Taylor. Okay. BT. Yep. Smith Kennedy handball out the buddy. Buddy tackled by Morris. Oh! Dropping the ball. Boyd took the advantage and played on from inside the center square. Boyd's kicked the goal. Boyd's oh! kicked the goal from inside the center. Fuck! I can't believe that. Boyd has kicked the goal from inside the center square. <laughs> yep, all right. Okay, yep. so can you rank it. your four now for me? Rank them. Yeah. So from worst to best. Isaac, rank them. Okay. The second was the worst. Jared Waitley. Jared Waitley didn't enjoy him. Wasn't sure it was the best clip, Broden. Really? There was a lot of gap. I have reason. By yeah, the please way. tell me. Yeah. Um, so the second one sounded very aggressive, and it made me retreat. <laughs> I was just like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to hear what you have to say. You're going into this angry, and I don't like that. I, Jared Waitley is one of my favourite media people because he has language and drama. That the, I picked that because of what he says. He holds Carlton man. in his heart. Okay. Um, the third. Yeah. Uh, is the first one. Matt Hill. Matt Hill. Um, I think he gives off your dad's best mate vibes. It's yep. that kind of like if I said hello to him as a woman, he wouldn't really know how to interact with me. <laughs> Not interested. Okay, great. Not interested in what I have to say. I think his best calls are still to come. Personally. Unless yeah. you're speaking to him about sport, but even still he wouldn't make eye contact with me when I'm talking to him about it. <laughs> but I can tell he's got a passion. Yes. Um, I'm going to go the second is the last one. He wins. No. What? Second is the last one. No. 
uh, the person who comes second in my list, so yes. first, is second, BT. third, fourth, is BT. Right. Mm. The initially, I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. But I'm sorry, he loves his fucking job. He's into it. <laughs> he, he said fuck. That's famously that's the grand final of 2016. It was a big swinging moment. He just said fuck on air. Yeah, it's fuck. So, so good. I like. I think that he like. I would want to hire him. Right. Right. If I was looking for someone to do like commentary on my life. Yeah, right. right. I'd want it to be him. Well, 100%. he probably at the moment holds, he's probably the AFL commentator. Is that fair to say? Yeah, he's also the one I dislike Oh, really? The most, yeah. Okay. Um, my favourite was the third one, not just because his last name was Hudson, which I don't know why that excited me Anthony so much. Anthony Hudson. Yeah. It was the most pleasing to listen to. Yeah. So he is considered, I would say, across the board, if you were to get everyone in the AFL's votes, he's probably the number one Hottest. baller in the He's, no. I'll show you. A, he's well. the friendliest. Okay, yeah. He, he that's, gives, well, that's what the vibe I got. I was like, okay, he's my mate. Yeah. Do you like, know Bruce McAvaney? Yes. You know how it just seems like he's a really nice person? Yes. That's that's uh, okay. That's one hundred percent the vibe I got from that clip. That's what he looks like. Oh, I've seen him before. He's on after the footy. Before the game. Before yeah. the game. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Oh, I know him. Okay, well, he's got a wonderful, wonderful voice. Okay. He, he, like, uh, complete opposite, say, to, like, the one that was third, your dad's best mate. Yeah, okay. He ha- wants to have a chat. Can I ask you a question? What yeah, do you mate. think BT looks like? BT, so he was the last one? Yeah. Five foot three, no neck, no hair, cool clothes. <laughs> cool clothes. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, what BT looks sort like. Sort of. Oh, yeah, okay, him, yeah. But and you said was... no hair. He has a mustache and a right, full yeah. head of hair. And I All think right. he's, he's I quite tall. I got the ta- body right, though. Is he tall? He's very tall. Did he used to play? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like him physically looking. <laughs> yeah. Great. Can so, I see what um, angry guy looked like? Which, he's not angry at all. That's It's just I think he was in a passionate moment. Are we talking about the guy who was second? Let's be yeah, nice Jared. to Jared. I love Jared. This is my favorite. Let's I'm, just... not sa- I'm saying this is the vibe. Oh, he's a family mate. Oh, come on. Like he doesn't hate me. <laughs> Look at that guy. He's a lovely man. And he's he'll... he he he's, has the heart of the game. Uh, and then La- Matt Hill, I'll get you a photo. And of. Matt Hill was the first one. Dad's yeah. best mate. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Hill. He, he looks like uh, that guy, like a commentator. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I had in my mind. 100%. Great. We would match on Hinge. Mm. We would go on a first date. It would be awful, incredibly boring. Um, and... Uh, I, I, he would ghost me. <laughs> I would keep trying because I, well, I was sad and lonely. There's Mish Wittrup's ranking of the commentators. Thank you so much. And can we go through your top five things about footy to close us out? Yeah, sure. Um, I wrote a list of the things I love about AFL. Um, and I do enjoy watching the game. I'm just going to be straight up. So the mm. first thing I love about the AFL is that I know who Spider Everett is. <laughs> it. Impresses, it impresses people so much when I say that name. I yeah. don't know why. Because I think it's because I'm not, if you ask me, name five players who currently play for Geelong, yeah. I actually genuinely could not do that. Yeah. You know Spider Everett. But if I go blah, 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 oh, but I, I really fucking loved Spider Everett back in the day. People are like, oh. Because when I first moved to Melbourne, I was into, I got into the AFL because my mum did and so did my sister. Mm. And who stuff. do you remember him playing for? Uh, Sydney and St Kilda. Correct. Yeah. But it was like in the late well. 90s he was with St Kilda. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, and he was just really cool to watch because he was like all gangly and like. De- do you have dreadlocks when you saw him? No, or? bald, no teeth. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right, it's yeah. funny that you mentioned Spider Everett because that's one of my earliest memories of football. He was very famous. Oh. People forget about Spider Everett. I think because you're a kid and his name was Spider, and because I thought yeah. it was because he had all these limbs that were just like fucking mental. Long. Do you know what he does now? What does he do now? Well, I know him. Plumber? Um, he hosts like Triple M Gold Coast. Oh, right. Okay. That's Which is great. like perfect for him, I think. Because I used to drive past his house. He very famously had a big Spider Everett sort of house thing on the way to Inverloch. Oh, and that was that like Spider Everett's house. Arms. Yeah. That's a very <laughs> Melbourne thing. A house with big googly arms. It's a very yeah. Melbourne thing to go past place and go, do you know who lives there? Yeah. yeah. Chris Heffern. Oh, dude, yeah. I lived or, uh, um, around the corner, literally around the corner from the dude from Hey Hey It's Saturday. That played, that played the saxophone. Yeah, yeah, you, you did Wilbur Wilde. Wilbur yeah. Wilde, and everyone yeah. just knew that. I yeah. saw him in Times Square once. Wilbur Wilde. He used to come into Foodworks East Ivanhoe all the time, <laughs> all like every day. Wilbur Loved Wilde. a bev. Anyway, yeah. not I'm not like throwing him under the bus. I'm just saying he did. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Um, I I love it when in the AFL they change up their costumes. For different things. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, like change Yeah, different rounds. Yeah, like the gather round yeah. Guernseys. And yeah. I, I love judging the best and worst Guernseys. I think it's really cool. Guernseys? Is that what they're yeah, called? Guernsey, yeah. yeah. Give me a Guernsey, yeah. What's a Guernsey? Or a jumper. I'm yeah, whatever. Sure. Is a Guernsey like a really No, I would t-shirt? say Guernsey's the right name okay, for it. Okay, cool. Great. Um, and I, I just, I think that's really cool. They do it in the NRL as well, but I think AFL does well, it particularly good. Yeah, they, they, they make more money when they change it. Mm. And they sell them. Yeah. So there's an Anzac Day round one for Melbourne. There's mm. an Indigenous round one. Mm. Uh, the Doug Nichols round uh, Guernsey, Guernsey. There's an away Guernsey. There's your home Guernsey. If you win a premiership, there's your premiership Guernsey. Mm. There's what else is there? There's more Guernseys. Yeah, they're almost heritage round Guernsey. Yeah. yeah, they do throwbacks. Throwback Guernsey. Yeah, they're just really cool. I really like the kind of like. One time the Bulldogs seen them change it up. Which one the- time the Bulldogs did a promo for the movie Thor coming out, and they had a Thor Guernsey. Really? Yeah. See, that kind of shit. I love that and shit. In the NRL, Melbourne Storm once, I think, had a Batman versus Superman Guernsey. Oh, there's all these dramas at the moment with NRL Guernseys. Do you know about this? No. no. Do you want to hear it? Can yes. I tell the story? Yeah. Oh, my God. So they did a pride round. No, it's fucking ridiculous. Oh, this is oh, the- um, right. Yes, Manly, I do know about this. Could, can we talk about this or is yeah. this too late? No, late? no, yeah. the pride. Yeah, okay. Manly refused to wear the pride thing. Yeah, oh, my God. It was fu- and, But did you see the actual It was a tiny shirt? little thing. A little man. baby flag on your tit. Like, yeah. that was it. Like, and there were nine, it was like the Manly Nine or something that were like, we're not doing that. Yeah, we refused. We refused. So Manly turned around and went, okay, well then don't play the round. Yeah. And then the whole of Manly supporters got really mad and it became this big fucking thing because they refused to wear a pride flag the big, strong on their guys. shirt. Scared of a little flag, yeah. Yeah, scared of little boys kissing each other. It's very against my moral beliefs. Oh, the, yeah? Tom, you're, you're, you don't want to wear the flag either? Oh, no, no, sorry. I, I meant the opposite. I meant, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I meant like yeah. for those people to yes. refuse yeah. even on their own personal grounds. That's yeah. I'll tell you once. I, I can't go into too much detail, but I've always thought of like, I thought I've always, played, I've always thought about kissing boys. Yeah. <laughs> I was deep down inside. Um, I met with a football club for a stupid reason mm-hmm. as soon as I got out of drama school for a thing. And a... a uh, I always thought I, like football players were like normal, mm-hmm. and then like we were talking, we, uh, it was an interview for a thing that was being made, and he was normal. He's like, yeah, I don't do drugs, I don't do this, and I don't do that. It was a really normal, nice, level-headed guy. And when it got to like LGBTQIA issues, just completely went fucking nineteen forty-five on it. I'm like what? Like I think these kids, they, a lot of them just get in a culture where they don't. They're all it's pet. They're petrified, and the thing is, statistically. 
There's a good handful, very yeah. good yeah, handful of footy players yeah. that that fuck each other or kiss <laughs> each other or have boyfriends. Yes. Like, there's so, like, there, there is. No, And that's totally. why, like, there's ones that are coming out now after they retire. Yeah. Mm. And it's just like, I, I, get shut the fuck up. I don't have any time for that stuff. Like, this thing I'm talking about was in, like, 2011. So, I wonder and hope that 12 years later it's different or at least progressing. In well, the right that's direction. what I was so surprised at with the NRL the whole Guernsey issue is Ooh. that like it, it was not, it's not like they had to go out there and suck each other's dicks. <laughs> <laughs> like before kickoff, everyone put it to, puts balls in their mouth. It's like, it wasn't what they were doing. You have to wear a tiny little flag that says it's okay if other people want to do that. Like what's wrong with you? And what's Although like- personally, I would love a round where they all run out, <laughs> suck each other off that- and then flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> what else? I would watch so much footy if that's why I would happen. What else is on your list? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, the, other, the third thing is um, it's not NRL, which is great. Um, I'm getting really sick of NRL. Yeah. Um, I, I am into it, but I'm sorry. I, in safe spaces, AFL is a better game. Well, it's, uh, you know, well, you're, in, you're, you're on the home turf here. We, we agree with that. Yeah, no, and it's, I, it's, and it's, I feel like the boys club is even worse in NRL. Oh, like, it's so I bad. I know AFL's bad, but yeah. it feels even worse. Oh, NRL. it's bad. It, it's, yeah, it's pretty fucking full on. But um, I have gotten into it. I can appreciate it. I like the consistency a bit more with AFL. The thing that really bothers me, doesn't bother me. <laughs> but in NRL, it's like in AFL, there is a type of boy that can play, that plays AFL and plays a good. And I, I feel, please correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. In NRL, they have wingers, backers, fronty boys, like, but they're all different shapes and sizes and they make up like a yeah. very, very like yeah. different type of team, which is cool or whatever. I just brings me on to my fourth uh, fourth oh, point. Mm-hmm, okay. um, I just like the big sexiness of the boys in AFL. They, there is a, they, they, the NRL guys are chunky, mm. like, which I love. Muscle, muscle chunk, which yeah. I love yeah. actually. Um, but actually, this is something I don't like about AFL. <laughs> I like the chunkiness of the NRL boys. <laughs> and then the guy, the AFL, if you meet an AFL player in person, they're really lean and mm. strong. Yeah, like we, we, you know, when you occasionally meet them. I saw Max Gorn at a bar the other day. Yeah, which bar? Uh, it was in South Yarra. Was it East End Wine Bar? That's his new bar. No, it wasn't Stay actually. Bar. It was a no. It's it from my friend's engagement. Huh? Tall fucking dude. Yeah. My friend uh, flashed him. What? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, it's actually something that happened a few months ago. Flash Max Gorn. Yeah. He's married with like a baby. Yeah, he didn't appreciate it. <laughs> So it's not she wait, she wasn't like, hey Max gone and flashed her titties. She was very drunk and she was wearing a bustier top that was very loose. Yeah. And we were standing at the bar and Max Gorn was standing behind her. Yeah. Not we weren't talking to him. Like yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. I don't care. I was just yeah. like, oh hey, Broden would like this, that yeah, kind of thing, true. right? Yeah. I was like, I actually I was just like Broden would. would think this is sick. And um, I was Oh god, I just said her name, beep that out. No. I was like <laughs> Like, please beep that no, out. No, no, don't. I was like, mate, your tit's fallen out. And she turned around. She's like, oh, I'm just showing Matt, Max Gorn my tit. And he, I think, acted like he didn't hear, but walked away. <laughs> so, oh, again. Uh, you, you have a heap to do with the lean, footy. Broad. Tall, lean, broad. Tall, lean and broad. Yeah, he's particularly yeah. Uh, skinny for a football player. Okay, sexy boys. And then lucky sexy last. Boy, the lucky yeah. last is wag TikTok. 
Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. oh, like a Nadia, like a Nadia Bartel. Oh, my God. There's this amazing pocket of TikTok, which are the girlfriends and wives, or wives and girlfriends, mm. of footy players. And mm. they do, like, day in the lifes. Which they're just living the best lives ever. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, hi guys. <laughs> it's funny, right? Because I always thought I always thought footy players I always thought footy footy players were like super rich. Like mm. um like NBA vibes. No one's that rich. No, but like no. they're not that rich. Considering they play for an average of four years. Yes. They earn not enough to. It's kind of sad when you average four years. Yeah, yeah. like the, the the top. There's like top, there's like was it seven or eight players who earn over a million dollars in the AFL, and they're year. probably quite rich. and they're crazy rich. Yeah. And there's a, a chunk under them who are earning like seven to nine hundred k a year. But then the vast majority of players are earning like for a short period of time between one and five hundred grand a year, yeah. which is a lot of money, right? It yeah. is about three hundred for five years, and then you're done. But it's like. Mm. There's no wags of lawyers who are earning the same money, or <laughs> no, like, right. or surgeons, or well, I'm assuming most train of the money drivers would, and shit who earn that much money. A like, bunch of their money would come from like sponsorship and stuff like but that. But it's right? not as much as you think. Like they might yeah. get like it's just it's, I think it's very much optics as opposed to like legitimate mm. money. Like yeah. they're going, hey, I'm in this position. It's probably oh, 100 percent. I think the, the privilege the- comes from the time off more than anything. It's like we've got excess cash mm. and yeah. we need to work for like 10 hours a week. And the rest of the time we need to take it easy and look after our bodies. Yeah. And that's a fun thing. So they go out. It's the best. Have a Wag palmer. TikTok. It's like it's literally it's like them waking up in bed going, "Hi guys, <laughs> follow me today on a day in my life." It, um I wake up my puppy. This is Franklin and it's like a wiener dog. It's always yeah, a fucking yeah, dash yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then me and I'm going to I'm going to say Max because yeah. that's a footy yeah, player yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Me and Max, we go and get brunch. Oh, he's such a cutie. And it's like she literally died. And then, and then I go to the gym. It's like you don't do anything. For, it's like you, yes. just have a, you just have a very slim, broad boyfriend. For a very... <laughs> like, <laughs> but what a fucking... Like that's, for, that's what you've done with your life is you've got a slim, broad boyfriend. For a very particular type of person, the Australian white bogan from the Burbs. Oh, the best. They're my, my That girls. is so aspirational. Yeah. Yeah. To have hot, skinny, boring as fuck boyfriend, yeah, with pretty blonde, yeah, white girlfriend, yeah, that is as good as it gets for yeah. a lot of people. Mm. Absolutely, for a very certain profile. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm obsessed. Anyway, that's why I love the AFL. <laughs> <laughs> fuck man, what a great, what a great guest. Yeah, thank you so much. No Mish. worries. And you were our first option. I'm sure I was. <laughs> thank you, you so much. You can catch Mish at. Campari House for the next week in Melbourne International Comedy Festival. People are fucking loving it. Yeah, it's a fun mm. show. I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to see it. Are you? Totally. I'm sure you <laughs> No, you will. You'll come along. I will. I was trying to promote this fucking show, but I've got to find some time to see it. That's okay, mate. You're very busy. Congratulations on Coffee Cafe, by the way. You just had a baby as well. I was in that. Mm. You're in it. You're fantastic. You're very good in it. Yeah. I mean, how many- Has anyone Mm. talked to you about it? Has anyone said- So many people. What did they say? I, I, like so much stuff. People are loving it. People really, yeah, my partner yeah. was obsessed with it. He liked it? Uh, obsessed. It, I think, it, I think as someone who has seen you guys doing it from the fucking start, I think it's your best one. Oh, thanks, man. You have the only AFL joke in it. Oh, no, that's not true. You have an AFL joke in it. Yeah. Which is when you talk about Collingwood when you're the oh, witch. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I do too. Oh, yeah, yeah. footy jokes. 
Um, that's like, and maybe it's because I got to be the witch in that episode, and she was heaps of fun. But the spooky one is my favorite. I yeah, feel nice. like we couldn't have got you into more costumes for one line. I, you have also my favorite. dude. The first episode, I'd have a one point five second gag <laughs> as a scientist. It was four and a half hours in makeup and costume. <laughs> and the yeah, we did. one and a half second. But you, gag. Had, you had a couple of characters. Like, I'm hot. I'm fucking hot in this. There was yeah. a few. I got. I did. You got me a hot one, which was very nice. But you also thought you're like. Emo, my favourite character. No, the emo one, I was like, people are whipped on it. I literally got a DM <laughs> my favorite yesterday. Ca- I, bit of context. Yeah. Uh, my favourite character in the show is I was writing this episode about the um, about Mark drumming and real <laughs> yeah. estate agents, right? And we had this arc where Mark learns to drum and then he, he wins at the end and we had the crowd cheer. But I just like the idea of having a villain character who had no... <laughs> God was ne- wasn't set up as a your, villain. Did just you write a, this character? Yeah, just no, not set up as a villain. Just like, but scream like screams like. I think in the big printer it screams like they're the main villain of the episode. Yeah. But you never have seen them or know why. Yeah. But no. <laughs> and then they. And I, that's all I wrote. And then they dressed you up like that. It was so funny. I told like that's the vibe of the character for sure. But I like the. The thing I loved about that character, the gothy character, villain character, is that. Just like maybe one or two minor choices in my life would have led me to actually look like that. <laughs> like I just little tiny baby. You'd be ones. working at Northland at a Planet Thirteen or something. Uh, like off that. your tree off or something tree. like that. Yeah. No, I got a. I've I've gotten more messages about that character than any of them. And one of them yesterday was legitimately like. Um, hey, I don't mean to sound creepy, but you're so fucking hot in that episode. Like, you remind me of everyone I had a crush on when I was in my 20s or something like that. And I was just like... It's not too late. You can just jump to that. You can just go to that now. I, honestly, I really could. If I Like, now is the perfect time. It's like I'm kind of making this decision about where I want to go with my life. I could literally cut my hair, dye it black, yeah. mm. pierce my face a bunch. Well, you could do it, like, once a week And become well. Polly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... No, I loved. I've loved doing that show, and you guys have done some amazing stuff with it. So we'll catch Michigan Powering House. Butterfingers. Butterfingers. Nine p.m. All right. You're both in it too, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Both of you. Yeah. Brendan does a voiceover. I did some music. And Tom did some music. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Mish. Thanks so much for having me. And that was a lovely chat with our mate Mish. Mm -hmm. Let's very quickly, because it's been a long episode. We we're we're talking too much. Mm. But or are we? Not enough. Maybe. Podcasts are just over an hour. Yeah. <laughs> this one, let's go through the games in Gather Round yep. and let's finally just say goodnight to Gather Round. Yep. We never have to talk about Adelaide again. Mm-hmm. Friday night. Uh, Thursday wait. night even. Yeah, Thursday night we started with the Crows mm-hmm. and the Carlton. Crows belted the crap out of Carlton. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was fantastic. Good on you, Adelaide. Carlton have been looking wonky for a while. Yeah. But winning. Yes. That's what everyone's saying, isn't it? And then they lost. Yes. To can I talk about the crows, Bart? Yeah, talk about the crows. Go Crom. Yeah. You know that meme. Yes. Crom. Well, no. A lot of people have been commenting this, but I don't understand it, Brendan. So Flag can... Crom. So when they were bad about yeah. two years ago, I think Garlop talked about Josh. Our mate Josh Garlop talked about it there. Someone in a thread or something said did a typo, and then it became a meme. Of right. Go, I love that. Go Crom. Yes. And so Flag Crom. We love Crom. Yeah, cool. Go Crom. I love that. Uh, so, yes, they, they look sick. Yep. I've already talked about how highly I rate them. Yes. Go Crom. Me too. Triple and, R for And life. great way to start the week. Next week, we've already, next game, Friday night, we've already talked about this one. started in the afternoon. Whose idea was it for a Frio side where, uh, who are from a place that is 
what is it, three hours behind us, three four hours, hours behind, behind Melbourne, yes. Um, to start while everyone's still at work. So this Whose game, idea was that? This game started at 3.20 for the people of Perth. So, yeah, by the time they finish work, the game's half done. This was the game that the AFL was like, no one will want to watch this. Let's just put it on the time slot that suits us. Yeah, there was just no other spot for Pretty it. Pretty disrespectful for what turned out to be Andy Marr's like, game of the year so far. Is that what he said? He said that at the time. I don't know if it's been trumped since then, but I was very mad about it because I was very upset about it and I didn't agree that it was a good game. Personally, for me, I'm all for a game starting at 6pm. If we could figure that out, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you finish work about 5, you maybe get to the pub or you get home and a game's on Yeah. as... Um, it's hard to get people to that game, isn't it? It is. But I would love that, you know, because yeah. you're sitting around on Friday night waiting for the game to start. Yeah. Give me the game. Yeah. Uh, but that was upsetting. We've talked about that one. Uh, I think Suns are just missing those second tieries. Yeah. I, mm, yeah. I, I, that was the first game that's upset me for so long. And I, I said that earlier and I won't yeah. get into it anymore. It's just, <laughs> just awful. And then the next game that night was a bit of a fizzer. Mm-hmm. Swans and Tigers. Uh, Tigers not looking good, mate. No, they still got a, a quite a lot of significant outs, which a lot of people were upset about as well because the media made quite a uh, quite a lot about the Sydney outs while Tigers have significant outs. Yeah, right. And when I look at the Tigers team, I don't know any of them. Like that, there's a guy with a mullet, a blonde blonde guy with a mullet. Well, who could I was, that I've be? never seen who that guy is. I know like Shy Bolton, Jack Rewalt, Tom Lynch, Dustin Martin. Um, and then it starts to drop off. Well, I, I know the GWS boys because I, I love them. Um, Taranto Hopper. Taranto and Hopper. I, I love them a lot. But the, yeah, you're right. But pre-season, the Richmond vibe was, we've got Taranto Hopper, we're going to be guns again. And that's not proving to be the case. Yes. And I, I had this in... I had it in mind that perhaps they wouldn't be impactful immediately and help them get one more tilt at the Premiership. Yeah. But I think when Hopper and Taranto are... 28, 29, they'll be ready to go again, which could be... Are they, awesome. how, how old are they? I think they're like 24, 25. Oh, okay, right. So in three, four years, it could be that Hawthorne thing where they they never yeah. really drop off. They know? should be in their prime like now or next year though. And I, I think they were the top two ranked players on the ground. It's more about the rest of the list coming with them. Yeah, you know? like, okay, I see. So we might get rid of Rewalt, but we bring in someone else, you know? Um, Papley was in his best. We yeah. love Paps. <laughs> we love Paps here. <laughs> He was so good. Mm. He, uh, at home in that Adelaide Oval vibe, you know. He had yeah. a bit of the Eddie bets about him. Um, and then Saturday, the early game, this was the game of the round. Yeah. Lions, North Melbourne. <laughs> it actually was good for a little bit, wasn't it? Only 75-point margin there. Yeah. Uh, Lions looking really good. 152 points. Is that the highest scoring team of the year? It must be, right? Let's let's ask the stats man. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, there. Thank you, stats man. <laughs> and then after that, uh, Essendon Bombers. Uh, yeah, so I need to issue an apology to Bombers supporters. I've been copping it all year. Yes, I think they're shit. Yes, I thought they would fucking get slaughtered. And I was wrong. They're playing extremely well. They're coached extremely well. Brad Scott is a me. wonderful, powerful man. It accept, uh, upsets me greatly, but Handsome. they are second on the ladder and they are playing fantastically. And I hope they're it They're second on the ladder? Yeah. Have they, they only lost one? Yeah, and they're playing very well, bro. And they, co- they, he, they were very well coached against you, which upsets me greatly. They kicked our ass, man. Yeah. They and actually like, belted us. They tagged Clayton Oliver out of the game until yes. they were like, oh, the game's over. We'll they let him just walked around. into the 50. Yeah. Far out, and we looked useless. So, How are you feeling about the Ds? Do you think it was just a slip-up? I have no trust in them. Yeah. I have no trust. I haven't seen that just clinical shutting down of people. 
Having said that, my positive is that it's round five and I would prefer for them to be figuring things out whilst clocking a fair few wins now than um, what happened last year. 100%. And uh, there's some big outs. I know people blame injuries a lot, but Ben Brown and Gorney and laid out for Ben and stuff. Lever. So next week in comes Lever, Gorn, Brown, Hibbard. Yeah. That's a lot of old heads. And do you know what's also good about losses is you go, um, we're trying out this person, Mm -hmm. giving them a chance, and then a loss you go, get that cunt out of the team. Are you talking about Chandler or JVR? Because I want them no, to stay for Chan- Supercoach. No, Chandler is... A, I love Chandler and I love JVR. Yeah. We're talking about fringe players who, yes. you, who you imbue trust with and they get an, in a win, you go, oh, it's all good. Yes, yes. That's that happens Gold across Coast. all teams. Yep, Gold Coast have that all the time. I hate when commentators get on Lukosius because it shows that they've never watched the Suns game. Because he's, he's uh, inconsistent. Yeah, and even on Friday, he kicked that awesome goals and everyone was revving him up and he... Essentially could have cost Big us highs, game. big yeah, lows Big lows Alright, the next game on Sunday was uh, the Western Bulldogs Who went down to the Port Adelaide Oh, Saturday night, sorry Yeah Port Adelaide, uh, tr- you know, just trounced them at the end there Yeah, and it was nice away. and close for a long time This looked like a great game We, we were at ran, 60s, but... s- Similar to the Frio game, they <laughs> ran over the top of them Yes um, Port just coming along very nicely here Where are they sitting on the ladder? Yeah, a lot of people were talking about Ken Hankley being in trouble not long ago. In ninth. Yeah, yeah. sitting at ninth. That's 12 good. wins, so they got the same wins as the D's, Crows, Brisbane, Port. So, like, yeah. hey, they got... What did they get? Sma- they, they smashed Brisbane, so they're sitting in the same place as Brisbane. Geelong are below them. Frio are below... Like, yeah, they're in a very good position. Yeah, they're doing well. They'll they're build well. nicely into the year. I agree. Uh, so, good on, good on them. Shout out Horn Francis. Mm-hmm. The next game it looked like it could have been a 200-point win. Yes, it was tracking that way. West Coast it? and Geelong today. Yeah. Every Adelaide Oval game was a bit of a, a bit flat, apart yes. from the Port one. Mm-hmm. Um, they ended up a 47-point win as the Cats, who are just being played nicely into form by the lower lower ebb yes. teams. So it was out. It was at 80 at one point. Is that correct? Yeah, it got high. Yeah. Yeah, it was out to 80, and then it, they sort of yeah let it come back a bit. Rough time fun. for the coasters. Yep. Rough time for the for the biggest team in the league. Um, what are we looking at next here? We've got Giants, Hawks. Giants Hawks game of the round. We talked about that. Yeah, well, tell us a little bit about it because I missed this one. So I'd love Jesse to Hogan hear. having his best season in forever. Yeah, I love really, that. Himmelberg is a superstar. Yeah, I rate Toby Green as a captain, even though I yes. think he might be out with a dangerous tackle next week. He was he did a he did a bit of a slam. Oh no, I think that was Tom Green actually. My bad. Yes, I think that was Tom Green. I, I know what you were talking about. Yes, my bum is on the rail. What does that mean, Tom Green? I don't understand. Deep cuts, fans will know. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, no, uh, uh, Adam Kingsley, right? Coach, yeah. big, gigantic muscle man. Yeah. Hogan took an awesome mark to win the game, mm-hmm. kicked the goal, and he and he sprayed it. And usually coaches sit there very quietly and control it. Just yeah. cut to Kingsley, and he's literally like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> that was really good. I really like to see it. Please keep it up, Kingsley. <laughs> In the last Love game that. of the round, this we were just watching this seconds before we came on air. Yes. Came on air. Um <laughs> Saints almost drew this almost, one. I they know. let they, if they just held Collingwood a flag flag, flag favourites Collingwood a little bit longer. Yeah, they almost had him. So Collingwood were out to a twenty point lead with only like 20, five minutes 20, to go. Twenty, I think they got up above twenty four points yeah. with like a very short amount yes. of time to go. Yeah, and uh, and then all of a sudden we, I was like, well, it's over, and we started to prep, and then looked yeah. down. And they were, yeah, there was. They went bang. They kicked a goal with fifty-one seconds to go. Yeah. So there were six points in it. Real bummer. They they let them get away from them in that last bit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Collingwood's run through the middle has been halted in the last two weeks. So yeah. keep an eye on that. Yeah. I want to see how they go against teams like Carlton, Sydney, uh, Melbourne maybe. They've gone against Brisbane. We've seen how that gone. But just, and even Geelong, again, down the track. Mm-hmm. I just want to see, there's actually not a lot of teams that, like maybe Essendon, I don't know. I want to see what te- how teams go against that Collingwood run. Yeah, 100%. and how they And how Collingwood start to combat people being ready for that. Yeah. Uh, but how, what, out of five, what do you give this round, gather round, for, uh, for football? I would have loved to have watched a bit more. Yeah, I've admitted already on the pod I didn't get to watch as much as yeah, I would have Yeah, it's Greek Easter. It's the biggest week of the year. But I am desperate mm. to go next year. And if we can go as a pod event, that'd all be nice. the better for it. Yeah, no, that'd be good. I'll I would go love that. to stay in a nice hotel with nice breakfast... <laughs> and then go see a bunch of games. We'd not. We'd probably need to book it now. People will be booking it now. I know that's what worries me, and that makes me worry. I'm gonna. Uh, uh, I'm gonna miss out. But um, we'll look into. We it. could always stay in um, Barossa, Murray Bridge. How far is Barossa from Adelaide? Uh, about forty-five minutes. Well, we could do that. We could stay in Barossa with our friends. Oh, with Spencer. Spencer Charles. Yeah, at the mm. very least, we'll stay. Well, he well, he has a house in Adelaide. Oh right. <laughs> he just stayed his house. Yeah. Anyway, that's the footy for this week. Mm-hmm. We hope I give it a three out of five. By the way. Oh, really? That's low. Yeah, the games weren't great. There were some good games, okay. but across the board, not great games. Is that not how the vibe, every round is? The vibe. Some weeks you have gun games. In fact, the start of this year has had a lot of really fun mm. games. This week, a bit of a fizzer. Yeah, right. A few too many fizzes. In my opinion. But that doesn't mean that the footy's not the best game of the world. Yeah. Shout out to the NBA playoffs, which just, uh, just started this week mm-hmm. as well. It's some awesome games. Go Sacramento Kings. Yeah, the Kings. My boys, the Sixers, just uh, nicely put away the Nets yesterday. Uh, but hey thank you to Mish for coming on that's my I think one of my favourite podcasts we've done uh, and favourite guests she's a very funny person um, so she yes. goes at you too Ken yeah no she's very rude <laughs> and uh, go see her show if you can yes. it's her last week and go see Annie and Lena as mm-hmm. well and uh, Will Anderson <laughs> uh, Tom have a happy Easter thank I'll see you. you guys Thursday bounce up people 